Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We're presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. If you've got a financial question, we'd love to chat with you. Just send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, and then you will get access to me, a certified financial planner. No, I don't practice anymore, but I still keep that designation because the test was hard. But you also may get a slightly different take on your financial situation than either you can provide for yourself or maybe a different view than the person who's trying to sell you something. So again, send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's what Kathy did. She's calling us from Pennsylvania. Hi, Jill. Um, well, I'm getting close to probably two years away from retirement. I have a good amount of money saved, um, most of it through my work, but a good chunk also with a broker at Merrill Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, my father recently passed away and left me some money. and I, But I just have to understand how to ask also, I have wealth investors looking to invest with me, and I'm not sure what I should be paying or mm. how I should handle it. <laughs> okay. that's All right. So first of all, I'm sorry about the loss because that's a bummer to lose a parent. So I'm sorry for you. Let's do some details. How old are you, Kathy? I'm 61. Okay. And uh, you're working currently, and you say you're, you're nearing retirement a couple years away. What is the uh, nature of your work? Is this something that you're like, oh, I have to retire because I hate it? Or is it like, well, I'm going to retire because I can? What, what's, tell me a little bit about that. I'm going to retire because I can. I work in the corporate world. I've been lucky enough to have a pretty good pension. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have questions about that. It's probably a separate call. But. That's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. You, you own us right now. So we're going to go through everything. So, how much do you earn right now? Um, probably it depends based on bonus about one hundred and forty. Okay. And are you partnered, married, or is it just you? Just me. Okay. And on that one hundred and forty, are you putting money into your retirement account? Are you maxing it out? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Once you've put that money away. How much do you figure you need to live on uh, of that, let's say, you would probably take home 90-ish. So how much do you think you really need to live on? Well, you know, I I use what I keep because I've saved so much. Um, I have a very small mortgage on my condo here, and I own another property in New Jersey. So I probably need, oh, half of that. Half of that meaning half of the 140 is 70, or half of that meaning that you need less? Tell me. Um, Less than that, yeah. So so half, I was thinking half of the night. Well, I mean, I don't have that. Many. Let's call it 50 because I want you to have some fun. Okay. All right. You're young. You need so, so let's say you need 50 grand a year. How much will the pension be? Well, that's the good news. I think it's about that. <laughs> it actually, <gasps> Woo! Yeah. Okay. I'm Go- actually in really good shape. My question is I want to I want to preserve a legacy for my kids. So what I did a couple years ago is I pulled money that was I could take out of my 401k and moved it over to Merrill Lynch. And he's done a pretty good job of, I guess he tripled that in the last six years. Um, and I gave him the money I got from my dad, but I'm just a little... Wait a minute. Okay, well, hold on a second. Wait a second. Tell me what what did you, when you say I gave him from my 401k, you mean, what did you actually have him manage? Is it a retirement account or a non-retirement account? It's split. Some of it's retirement, some of it's um, just cash. Mm-hmm. And how much total does he manage? Well, right now, 1.5. Okay. And what else is left in the 401k? Um, probably about 900. Okay, great. And um, you said you got kids. How many? Two. And are they on their own and doing okay, or do they, they need help from you on a time, you know, like sporadically? Nope, they're on their own, and they're doing great. Good job, Mom. 
You're <laughs> excellent. All right. So now, uh, essentially, as you're saying, like you don't really need to preserve this money, except that you want to leave some money for your kids. So you could dip into it if you wanted to. How does the broker manage the money? Is it individual stocks and bonds or is it mutual funds? Is it something else? Well, I think right now it's all of the above because he kind of shifted me to be a little bit more um, conservative. Do you know what his his uh, fee is for this? Actually, uh, he just sent me an email on that and he's he just dropped from two, which I kind of didn't even realize. That's what my question was, to 1.5, and he's trying to go to one. If I, but, he, but he has limits, so mm. he wants the other, you know, more money in there to go to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're paying too much. That's yep, your number that's- one thing. You're definitely yep. already paying too much. Two is a thievery. One and a half is close to thievery for what he's managing, okay? Be- because it... it- you know, it should not be more than 1%. He's being a bit of a pig, okay? Yep. Yeah, well, that's what everybody else, that's why I <laughs> everybody's saying 1 to 0.75. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I might even say that, that that's right, 0.75 to 1%-ish. So he is making discretionary buys and sells in this account, or does he consult you every time he does something? Well, that's the interesting thing. He only moved me down to 1.5 when I in- insisting that he could get the discretionary, and then... I told him last week I want to go back to being able to understand what he's doing Mm. so he can make discretionary changes. He can. Discretion is fine as long, and and I think it makes a lot of sense, as long as you really clearly understand all the fees that are involved and you make sure that uh, the person's abilities to manage money are in line with what your goals and objectives are. So it's not about the fact that he's got discretion that's making me anxious. The The part that's making me upset uh, as I sit here and listen to your story, Kathy, is the 2% that he was happy to charge you. And that is like a big red flag to me because really uh, you're in the corporate world. You know, if, if you feel like you don't charge someone as much as you can get away with. You charge someone what is the the kind of the going rate for your services. Is this guy doing anything else other than actually managing money for you? That's the question. Well, actually, to answer your question, I do think he kind of, I've, I've actually in the last, uh, I would say, year made him understand about um, what my goals are. And he has met with me and brought in other advisors for different pieces. So he is claiming to be in line with the goals and objectives of where Good. I want to go. Good. Perfect. Okay. What else does he do? In other words, do they do actual financial, do they do planning for you? Have they do, run retirement numbers or not really? Yeah, they have. They have. Uh-huh. Um, he does it on a yearly basis with me mm-hmm. and he said he would do it more. Now that I've gotten all that money from you, I must figure out how to justify it. Um, exactly. Oh, brother, I'm so bad. Okay. And have you met with other financial folks who are trying to say, that, you know, you said, oh, that's what everyone says. So tell me the other kinds of people you've met with. Well, I'm actually just lining up um, interviews now. So mm-hmm. I've met with or I've talked on the phone with a couple um, money managers that I think their biggest problem is that he not only makes probably to your point I don't understand how he's making money changing things within the stock portfolio mm-hmm. and if he's making money there mm. and they're claiming that they would just manage the money and not make that double dip I guess yeah exactly because there's there's a lot of ways to kind of lard up a portfolio with fees one is that you could say you know every time there is a transaction a buy or sell that there is some commission attached to it but of course if you're paying a fee-based uh, 1.5%, chances are that's not what's happening. But if there are other things in the portfolio, like a Merrill Lynch 
mutual fund in there, then they're sort of getting that money, especially if they're buying any individual bonds. There are markups um, inside when you buy and sell an individual bond. So it can be a little bit thorny. You know, one of the things you can ask him is, how is it that he is um, a CFP who's putting your best interest first, but he's been charging you 2% when the going rate's half that? So that's maybe okay. one thing to ask. And you want to be very clear about what kind of conflicts of interest that exist between him and you. Like, is he putting you into, again, a Merrill Lynch fund? And when you talk to other people, you ask these same questions. And I think that in reality, you don't have a huge, complicated situation. You've got a pension that will be coming in to cover most of your needs. You'll eventually get Social Security. You've got a pile of money. And now, you know, honestly, if you really want to compare it, I mean, you could go to uh, an automatic investment platform. You can go to Betterment or, or Wealthfront. You could pay a quarter of 1% to probably get the exact same performance. So yep. this is a question of, like, how much you really need. Could you do this yourself? Do you want to? Maybe you don't. If that's the case, then I would make sure that I... I'm working with someone who is held to the fiduciary standard at all times, and I would be very careful about working with someone who is very happy to charge you twice the going rate. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week. 